What you think, you see, and you ultimately become. Think better, live better. Welcome to the Think Better, Live Better podcast. We're your hosts, Mark and Angel Chernoff, New York Times bestselling authors and creators of the popular blog, Mark and Angel Hack Life. Today's episode is titled, Seven Reasons to Stop Proving Yourself to Everyone Else. Sometimes we try to show the world we are flawless in hopes that we will be liked and accepted by everyone. But we can't please everyone and we shouldn't try. The beauty of us lies in our vulnerability our complex emotions, and our authentic imperfections. When we embrace who we are and decide to be authentic instead of who we think others want us to be, we open ourselves up to real relationships, real happiness, and real success. There is no need to put on a mask. There is no need to pretend to be someone you're not. You have nothing to prove to anyone else because... Number one, the people worth impressing just want you to be yourself. In the long run, it's better to be loathed for who you are than loved for who you are not. In fact, the only relationships that work well in the long run are the ones that make you a better person without changing you into someone other than yourself and without preventing you from outgrowing the person you used to be. Ignore the comparisons and expectations knocking at your door. The only person you should try to be better than is the person you were yesterday. Prove yourself to yourself, not others. The right people for you will love you for doing so, and they will appreciate all the things about you that the wrong people are intimidated by. Bottom line, don't change so people will like you. Be patient, keep being your amazing self, and pretty soon, the right people will love the real you. Number two, no one else really knows what's best for you. Don't lose yourself in your search for acceptance by others. Walk your path confidently and don't expect anyone else to understand your journey, especially if they have not been exactly where you are going. You have to take the steps that are right for you. No one else walks in your shoes. Let others take you as you are, not at all. Speak your truth even if your voice shakes. By being true to yourself, you put something breathtaking into the world that wasn't there before. You are stunning when your passion and strength shines through as you follow your own path, when you aren't distracted by the opinions of others. You are powerful when you let your mistakes educate you and your confidence builds from firsthand experiences. When you know you can fall down, pick yourself up, and move forward without asking for anyone else's permission. Number three, you are the only person who can change your life. In every situation you have ever been in, positive or negative, the one common thread is you. It is your responsibility and yours alone to recognize that regardless of what has happened up until this point in your life, you are capable of making choices to change your situation or to change the way you think about it. Don't let the opinions of others interfere with this prevailing reality. What you're capable of achieving is not a function of what other people think is possible for you. What you're capable of achieving depends entirely on what you choose to do with your time and energy. So stop worrying about what everyone else thinks. Just keep living your truth. The only people that will fault you for doing so are those who want you to live a lie. Number four, 
Society's materialistic measurement of worth is worthless. When you find yourself trapped between what moves you and what society tells you is right for you, always travel the route that makes you feel alive, unless you want everyone else to be happy except you. No matter where life takes you, big cities, small towns, you're going to inevitably come across people who think they know what's best for you, people who think they're better off than you, people who think happiness, success, and beauty mean the same things to everyone. They'll try to measure your worth based on what you have instead of who you are inside. But you know better than that. Material things don't matter. Don't chase the money. Catch up to the ideas and activities that make you come alive. Go for the things of greater value, the things money can't buy. What matters is having the strength of character, an honest heart, and a sense of self-worth. If you're lucky enough to have any of these things, never sell them. Never sell yourself short. Number five, life isn't a race. You have nothing to prove. Everyone wants to get to the top of the mountain first and shout, look at me, look at me. But the truth is, all your happiness and growth occurs while you're climbing, not while you're sitting at the top. Enjoy the journey by paying attention to each step. Don't rush through your life and miss it. Forget where everyone else is in relation to you. This isn't a race. You get there a little at a time, not all at once. Let go of the foolish need to prove yourself to everyone else, and you'll free yourself to accomplish what matters most to you. Sometimes you have to remind yourself that you don't have to always be and do what everyone else is being and doing. Number six, the path to all great things passes through failure. You are an ever-changing work in progress. You don't have to always be right. You just have to not be too worried about being wrong. Screwing up is part of the process. Looking like a fool sometimes is the only way forward. If you try too hard to impress everyone else with your perfection, you'll stunt your growth. You will spend all your time looking a certain way instead of living a certain way. It's impossible to live without failing sometimes unless you live so cautiously that you aren't really living at all. You're merely existing. If you're too afraid of failing in front of others, you can't possibly do what needs to be done to be successful in your own eyes. You have to remember that it doesn't matter how many times you fail or how messy your journey is, so long as you do not stop taking small steps forward. In the end, those who don't care that failure is inevitable are the ones who reach their dreams, and you can be one of them. Number seven, it's impossible to please everyone anyway. Some people will always tell you what you did wrong and then hesitate to compliment you for what you did right. Don't be one of them and don't put up with them. When you run into someone who discredits you, disrespects you, and treats you poorly for no apparent reason at all, don't consume yourself with trying to change them or win their approval. And be sure not to leave any space in your heart to hate them. Simply walk away and let karma deal with the things they said and do because any bit of time you spend on these people will be wasted, and any bit of hate and aggravation in your heart will only hurt you in the end. The bottom line is you don't need a standing ovation or a bestseller or a promotion or a million bucks. You are enough right now. You have nothing to prove. Care less about who you are to others and more about who you are to yourself. You will have less heartaches and disappointments the minute you stop seeking from others the validation that you can only give yourself.
this is an interesting topic, and I think it's something we all deal with. Um, we look to others for validation. We take things personally. We hang on every word they say, right? Um, we look at somebody else's rude behavior as a reflection of who we are. Oh, if they're being rude to us, it must be something wrong with us, mm-hmm. as opposed to looking at them and thinking, maybe there's something wrong with them yeah. <laughs> at this moment. Um, so what are your thoughts, you know, as far as proving yourself to everyone else, as far as looking for that validation, um, where do you struggle and, and what do you do to overcome some of that? Honestly, I feel, I feel as I've gotten older, I've started to feel more comfortable in myself, right? Mm. In my own body, in my mind. Um, I definitely can appreciate who I am without the need to have other people's approval or prove myself to others. You know, on most days you can find me wearing workout clothes with my hair up, lounging, you know, like going to the grocery store Angel like can that. be the ultimate scrub. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, do I like to dress up and do my hair and put makeup on? Yeah, it makes me feel good. But I don't, I don't feel the need to do that for other people because I'm supposed to look a certain way. And so, yeah, I feel, I've really embraced myself in terms of like, okay, I don't need to do this because of somebody else. Somebody else wants me to, or I'm expected to look like that or do that. And I can only imagine as I get older, I'll feel more and more confident and comfortable. So I really like that about aging. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think, I think it, it definitely comes with some level of emotional maturity, right? Is you stop, you stop looking outside yourself for some of that validation and some of that security. You start thinking about like, what makes sense for me? Um, it's still something that we struggle with though, right? I mean, there is inherently in our culture, this keep up, up with the Joneses mentality, right? We see it in advertising anytime we watch a sports game or, or even a show on Netflix. Um, and so, you know, it, it is a mantra that Angel and I constantly have, which is, you know, what is best for us? What is best for us? Um, we don't necessarily need that new car. We don't necessarily need... Um, something that's fancier just because we can get it. We don't need the next iPhone just because Mm -hmm. it's out, right? There was a period of time, you know, go back a decade ago where we were always like, we were kind of like the first ones in line for that new iPhone, right? And now it's like, well, wait a second, what we have is fine. We don't Mm -hmm. need to, the only reason would be to impress somebody else, Mm -hmm. right? It it just like to to have the latest gadget, to be flashy. Um, I think think what's a little bit more difficult though is when when we take somebody else's um, behavior personally. So, you know, a neighbor, a family member, somebody's kind of rude to you and you, or they naysay you, right? And you're, you're specifically looking for validation from this person like, oh, hey, I'm going to start this new project or build this business or start this podcast. And you go, you go and you tell somebody that you seemingly trust, right? It could be a family member, a neighbor, and they go, eh, or that's not a good idea or you might fail or something like that. What do you do in those circumstances? Yeah, I mean, I think you have to think about where they're coming from. Are they speaking from a place of love and kindness or are they coming from a place of, you know, their own boundaries and their own fears of they wouldn't do that, Mm. you know? Yeah, Yeah. are they speaking from within the boundaries of their own, like, limitations, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you know, and that's, that's an interesting point is that when somebody naysays something, like if, you, if, you're, if you're actually looking for validation from an important figure in your life, right? It's easy to ignore the, the rude people on the streets, but if it's like coming from like, let's say your mom or dad, like, or a brother or sister, and you say, hey, I'm going to start this new thing. I'm going to do this new thing. And what you get from them is a bunch of naysaying negativity. 
Angel's 100% right. Like, what, you know, you, you have to be mindful. Where are they coming from? Are they, is this something to take personally? Are they, are they speaking from within the boundaries of their own limitations? I mean, one question is, has this person walked the path before you? Do they really have any type of valid input about whether this is a good idea or not? If they do, if they have walked the path before you, it might be worth listening, right? It might be worth saying, hey, they have some information here that I need to digest. It doesn't mean I need to listen to and hang on every word they say, but there might be something worth listening to here. But in many cases, the answer is no, right? Someone has a bad day, they're naysaying or or being negative to you. Somebody has no real understanding of of the thing that you want to build in your life that you think is important. And so they naysay it. They think, oh, I don't know if that's a good idea. That's kind of risky, right? And when they do that and they have no experience in that, they really are speaking from within the boundaries of their own fears. And, and truly they're being negative and naysaying you out of love, right? Like your mom's thinking, I don't want you to fail. And therefore I'm going to kind of steer you away from this thing that you say is important to you that you want to build for yourself. And so it's an interesting perspective. I mean, you do have to look at the, you know, the people that you think you can get some type of validation from, right? The people that you do want support from who suddenly are seemingly not supporting you, right? Um, they are oftentimes, it's not personal. They are oftentimes working from within the boundaries of their own fears and limitations. And it's just kind of spewing out towards you. Mm-hmm. And you, you can take a deep breath with that. And you can say, oh, I, I see why they are being negative, right? It's not a personal attack. It's something that they've got going on. And, and, and just give them a hug, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and and don't don't turn it into an argument that doesn't need to be there. Well, and it's especially tough when you're doing something out of the norm, right? As you're talking about all of this, what comes to mind is our decision to have one child, mm. right? It seems like the majority of families these, these days, it's common to have two children, right? That's the American dream, right? Um, and so for us, when we just decided that Mac would be an only child, you know, when he was around the age of two, all of his friends were now, the moms were all pregnant. And so I struggled with everyone asking me, oh, when are you going to have the next kid? And, you know, was there something wrong with me because I only wanted one kid? And so I, I feel as though when you are making a decision that's outside of what's normally accepted, that's that that's when it challenges um, your own thoughts and perspective and like makes you question, you know, are you doing something wrong? Like, should I be doing what everyone else is doing? Um, why, why am I different? Yeah. And I think one of the things that helped Angel and I with that, I mean, in that particular circumstance, I myself am, am an only child, which is interesting, right? We, we had had our hearts set on having two children. Um, and then we made a, a, a decision, you know, and it wasn't, it wasn't an easy decision. We, we kind of thought about our life and, and the things that are important to us. Um, we thought about our son, Mac, and we just decided that the dynamic we have is the right dynamic for us. Um, but then we, you know, of course, we start comparing ourselves to other families in the neighborhood and so forth who have multiple children. But then we took it one step further and we said, well, let's look at all the other wonderful families that are just only child families, right? Um, they're, they're not as plentiful, but they exist. And so that, that same thing is true for, for all aspects of life. If you're doing something slightly differently, it doesn't mean you're the only one doing mm-hmm. it. It just means it's not quite as popular. And if you do a little bit of research, you can even find famous examples of people who are doing the thing that you're doing a little differently, yeah. right? And use that as, as, as inspiration and say, okay, I'm not alone on this journey. And oh, look, I can learn something from this person who's walked the path before me. Yeah, great point. Remember, what you think, you see, you ultimately become. Think better, live better. Dream.